0: Which networking groups are good? Which ones suck? I'm going to share that information with you today on this episode of the Do This Sell More Show. Hey there, workplace warriors. If you are looking to build profitable lifelong relationships, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Do This Sell More podcast, where you can make more money than you ever imagined and still get home in time for dinner don't miss out on expert tips and strategies from best-selling author dave lorenzo and his high-performing guests the formula is easy listen and take action in other words do this sell more now here's your host the master of relationship sales strategy himself dave lorenzo Hi, it's Dave Lorenzo. Welcome back to another edition of the Do This Sell More show. I am so glad that you're here. It is great to be with you again today. We're talking today about networking groups and which ones are good and which ones suck. And if you asked me point blank what I would rather do, have a colonoscopy or go to a networking group meeting, I would have a hard time deciding because I think colonoscopies are valuable. Networking groups are a huge pain in the ass and most of them are a tremendous waste of time. But people ask me about them so often, I'm going to share with you which networking groups you should belong to and which ones you should avoid. In fact, here's what you're gonna discover on today's show. The eight types of networking groups that exist, which groups are good and which ones suck, and how to attract business from a networking group. That's what we have for you on tap today. Remember, if you have a question, any question at all, send it to me at at askdaveatdlorenzo.com, askdaveatdlorenzo.com. Now there are good questions and there are great questions and I will take all the questions you have and The questions I get most frequently from people, those are the ones I'm going to pick to answer. And today, I've got a question that I received most frequently, and that is which networking groups are good and which ones should I avoid? Let's look at the different types of networking groups and I'll explain what each one is, and we'll talk about whether you should be involved in them or whether you should avoid them. Networking group number one a civic group, which is like the Rotary Club or the Kiwanis Club or the Knights of Columbus. Now, you may not think of this as a networking group, but these groups meet frequently. Like a Rotary Club, for example, it meets every single week. Now, the thing about these types of organizations is the service that you do for the community is the focus of the group. So you're not there to develop business. My clients will often come to me and they'll say, oh, I joined the Rotary Club, I've been in it for a year, I go to every single meeting, and I meet with the members of the Rotary outside of the club meetings, and I just can't seem to develop any business from it. Well, that's because it's a service organization. It's not there to feed your business. So if you have the desire to develop business, Don't get involved with the Rotary Club, the Kiwanis Club, the Knights of Columbus. These civic organizations are for the benefit of the community. This is a way for you to give back. You should join one of these organizations, but don't expect it to produce business. And you can't allocate your time budget for marketing to anything you do with these groups. Now. I know some of you out there are going to send me email and you're gonna tweet at me and you're gonna say, Dave, I've been a member of the Rotary and it's been worth $50,000 worth of business every year. You can pencil it in, you can write it down. Fine, I'm happy for you. But as someone who's looking to join an organization specifically for business development purposes, civic groups like Rotary, Kiwanis, Knights of Columbus, they should be avoided. The second group are social or athletic groups like country clubs or tennis clubs or cigar clubs. Now, these organizations can really be profitable from a networking perspective, especially if you're a member of a country club and you spend a lot of time there. If you're really into tennis and there are several people you know who are business people within the community who would be good targets for your business, a tennis club is great. A cigar club is fantastic if you're into cigars and there are other people in your community who are into cigars, that's fine. These clubs are good. The key is you gotta spend a lot of time there. So make sure this is something you enjoy and consider the benefit of getting business an added bonus. Join the social club or the athletic club because you like to play golf, you like to play tennis, you like to smoke cigars, you like to hang out in the country club and talk to the people in the community. The social aspect is the main reason you're there. Business is a secondary reason. So is a social or athletic club good? Maybe, does it suck? No, it doesn't suck, but it's probably not my number one choice. The third choice is industry trade associations. Now, this is one that could go either way as well, and here's the reason why. If you are in a specialized field in a profession, like you're a lawyer who focuses on a narrow niche market and you get referrals from other lawyers, go nuts. Join every bar association you can find. Go to those meetings, hang out with those people, talk shop with them. That's fine with me. If you're a CPA and you only work in a certain state, or you're a CPA and you specialize in cross-border transactions and you want to join an international society of CPAs, I'm all for it. Industry trade associations work when you go into them knowing that you're there for business development purposes and you want referrals from other people. The key to that is you gotta give referrals first. So go to those meetings prepared to deliver referrals to other people for weeks, for months, for even a year or two before you ever get anything meaningful. Business is not just gonna fall out of the sky and hit you in the head. When you go to those industry trade association meetings, you have to deliver value first, sometimes for a long time. Now, the fourth group or association is an ethnic association or an affinity group. Take the Italian American Cultural Society or the Irish American Police Officers Association. Another way to think of an affinity association is if you share some sort of a heritage or background or there's something that you all have in common. Like if you have a particularly high IQ, you can join Mensa and all of you can go to meetings and do what you do at those meetings. These groups, there probably is not a lot of business there for you. If your heritage is important to you and you wanna celebrate your heritage and you want to plan the parade for the day that your local affinity group has, that's fine, do it for that purpose. Don't join an ethnic or affinity group looking to develop business. Number five is business associations, like chambers of commerce. Now the business association or the chamber of commerce can be a great resource for you if you're opening a new branch or a new office in a specific community. The chamber is gonna help you get up and running. It's gonna help you meet everyone who's anyone in the community rapidly. So the chamber can be valuable for that. I don't know that the chamber of commerce is gonna go out of their way to help you develop your business. However, If your business is influential in the community or if your business requires you to be in an influential position in the community, the Chamber of Commerce is a good place for you to be. So if you want to lobby the local legislature to change a law to help your business, the Chamber of Commerce is a great place for you to go. And you'll meet some people there and you can do business with them. If you're interested in attracting trade missions from other countries, the Chamber of Commerce is a good place for you to go because they probably have trade missions to cities in other countries who wanna do business in your city. If you're new, the Chamber of Commerce is a great place for you to go. That's not the place, if you're an established business, to go looking for referrals. That's not their main function. They're there to help the business community at large. If you want to be influential in the community, that's the place for you to go. Become part of the chamber. The sixth group are charities or nonprofits. Do not enter a charity or nonprofit organization for business development purposes. That is not why you should join a charity. Join a board of a charity or join a charitable organization because you believe in the cause. If you develop business, fine. I don't want you going to a charity looking for a business development opportunity. Stay away from that. Join charities because you believe in the cause. That's not the place to develop business. The seventh group or organization are educational organizations like Entrepreneur's Organization or Young President's Organization. These groups are great to sharpen the saw, they're great for you to expand your knowledge base, they're great for you to learn more about how to be a great business owner. They're not referral groups. You may develop some business, join these for the knowledge, don't join them for referrals. The eighth group are structured networking organizations like BNI, Business Network International, or Litip. These types of organizations exist specifically for getting referrals. So if you're a small business, if you're an entrepreneur just starting out, join a BNI group. It's a great way for you to learn how to give referrals, to receive referrals. Join another leads organization where they force you every week to look out for the other members of the group. Why am I telling you this? Because those structured networking organizations get you into good referral habits, and that will benefit you for the long term regardless. Let's talk about the formula for success in any group that you join. The formula for success is attend as many meetings as possible. This is why I hate networking. If you join a group and you have to go to 10 events a year, and each event takes you two hours, and driving there takes a half hour, driving back takes a half hour, that's three hours out of, out of your day. You do that 10 times a year, that's 30 hours. If you invested those 30 hours in finding a speaking engagement, you would attract 10 times the number of leads that you'd attract from any group or organization. So in order to be good at networking within a group, you gotta attend all the meetings, go to all the events, show your face. The second thing you need to do is get into a leadership position or a position of authority as soon as possible. Why? You wanna raise your profile. You want people to know who you are. You want people to see you and think that you are the professional that you really are. They have to know who you are, they have to know what you know, and they have to know who you know. You can't possibly meet with all these people one-on-one, so you have to get into a position of leadership or authority. The third thing I want you to do is become president of the group, run the whole place as soon as you possibly can. If you can't do it within 12 to 18 months, don't join the organization. If you don't become president of this group, you're not gonna maximize your opportunity, it's just gonna be a waste of your time. If you wanna maximize your networking opportunities, this is what you need to do. You need to get in there, go to all the meetings, immediately get into a leadership role, and then work as hard as you can to become president so that you're exposed to everyone. Business networking is a good way to start a new business if you have no budget, if you have no money to spend at all. It's a good way to connect with people in your profession. If you're a professional, it's a good way to give back to the community, but it's not the best way to grow your business. So if you're doing it, You have to be doing it because you believe in a cause. This is the best way to maximize the time you're spending on business networking. Now, I wanna share one final thought with you before we go today. I built my business when I first started on business networking. So although it sounds like I'm really down on it, I started my business from scratch in a recession, and I was able to determine who in the local community was a real player and who I really wasn't going to ever be able to do business with. And I was also able to get introductions to many people who delivered a lot of speaking engagements via referral to me. That's how I used business networking when I first started and money was tight. If you're doing it for that purpose, more power to you. I just gave you the formula for success. Attend all the meetings, get into a leadership role, become president as quickly as you can. Exposure is the name of the game with business networking and when you're asking for referrals you have to be specific and I would ask for referrals all the time for ways to get in front of groups of people either through speaking or publishing or joint ventures. That's how you maximize your business networking opportunities. I'm Dave Lorenzo, it is an honor to be with you every day. It was a thrill to be with you today to talk about business networking groups which were great and which sucked. Until tomorrow, here's hoping you do this and sell more.